All right, well, the Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Uh, Lord Jesus, we thank you for calling us to this place, and uh, by faith in you through baptism, uh, we are made brothers and sisters in Christ. And so, Lord, we pray that uh, you would bless us in this time and that uh, we might uh, hear the voice of the Good Shepherd uh, as we seek to follow him. For Amy and Joe, we give you great thanks, and we pray uh, that you would bless them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, well, this is, uh, this is our opportunity. To, we're going to leave some time at the end for Q&A uh, to, to be able to ask Joe any questions. Amy, are you here? She's coming. Amy is coming. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, uh, Joe did a great Sunday school class that was last week or the week before, two weeks ago. Uh, it was, it was uh, October 19th, I think. Okay, yeah. so a while back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I listened to it. Uh, uh, Joe sort of uh, talked about what he was taking away and, uh, from the Advent and some of the things that he had learned uh, in his time here. But of course, uh, Joe, this, this wasn't your first rodeo. You were mm-hmm. at, uh, uh, at uh, Johns Island, mm-hmm. uh, South Johns. Carolina, yeah. uh, and, uh, and then uh, you came here. But uh, you've hit on a little bit this morning in your sermon, but, but what are some of the things... Um, that you picked up here um, that you're going to be taking with you? Well, I think, um, you know, like I, like I said, I mean, just the centrality of the gospel message. Uh, I, I, I think that so many, I mean, the default of our heart is to create our identity in, in just about anything other than the finished work of Christ, and, and the gospel continue, continues to call us back to uh, root our identity uh, in Christ, and if we if we root, I think what I, I really learned in a, just a fuller way, and I pray it will, that will continue to, to fill itself in, uh, and that ten years from now I can look back and think, man, I really didn't didn't quite understand, but I feel like I understand so much more now than I did. How rooting myself in the finished work of Christ frees me to um, to handle. Heartache and conflict, and, and and with grace, and rather than making it be about me and what I'm not getting or, or anything mm-hmm. like that. So, it, it just um, opens me up to Him and and to and really to to love Him and love God and love my neighbor. So yeah. that that is that's one major thing I think. Yeah. Do you? I mean, mm-hmm. sort of piggybacking on your sermon and what you just said, that here at the Advent there's an expectation uh, that that you would preach that. And I've actually been in situations here where. Uh, the person hasn't done that, and it's like blood in the water around right, here. Right, right, right. And, uh, and all you sharks uh, mm-hmm. start swarming. Uh, which I, think, is a, I think that was the law. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah mm-hmm. um, uh, I've only gotten that once. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, um, so, I mean, there's this expectation that that's what they're going to, but, but in, really even in, in the church at large, there's still this sense of, you know, tell me, tell me how to do it. Mm-hmm. Tell me how to do it. Give me, you know, tell me five steps to getting my financial mess together in Jesus' name. Mm-hmm. And so when you go into a different context, you feel that starkness even more. The, the, gospel, the, the radicalness of the gospel is really magnified. Well, we want to be told what to do. And as a pastor, I want the best for people, and so I want to tell them what to do, right? So, uh, I mean... Um, and, 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 it's, and it, it, that feeds into this mentality that you know, the ones with the collars don't have it all together, and, and 
you know, if I, I, I think that one of the things that just the gospel reminds us is I'm a mess, and, and I'm free, the gospel frees me to acknowledge that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and actually, I mean, I'll, just, I'll never forget in my ethics class at, at seminary, Paul's always my professor, and he said the, gra- the grace creates what the Decalogue wants, that is that the law describes his perfect life but doesn't have the power to, to grant it to us. And, and yet grace um, acknowledges that we haven't lived it and empowered it has the enabling word to, that we can live into that, mm-hmm. um, not because we have to, but because we may and because we're loved. And so, so I, I think, I mean, but that's not the default. That's not, that's not what our hearts are naturally drawn to. And so the consistent preaching of the word has, has, um, here is, is a discipline, not it's not just sort of what we do. It's it's a it's something that we ha- sort of are, we must do. It's right to remind ourselves. Yeah. Well, how do you handle you know in light of what you said? So many people sort of look at people with. I mean, we look different. We're we're wearing plastic around our necks. And uh, did y'all know that they're made of plastic? Yeah. I mean, except for Craig's scissor. Except for Craig's. Yeah. Cra- Paul, Much nicer. Paul starches and irons them every day. Mm-hmm. Um, and. Um, <laughs> Uh, how do you, you know, I, I mean, people, that can be really disarming for parishioners because there's this sense that they want you to be what they have in their mind is the model Christian, mm-hmm. um, which means they really don't want vulnerability. They don't want transparency. They don't want uh, the truth about your, your own messiness, and that can be really off-putting. Mm-hmm. And, um, but how has that impacted your ministry here, actually, you know, relationally? Um, I, I've always tried to hold, and, and I didn't come up with this, um, uh, but I, I've tried to hold the fact that our, our weakness is our greatest strength. And, and um, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dad of three young kids, and, and if, I, if anybody, you know, if I try to come off like, oh, here's how you're a great parent and have three wonderful kids who are always in line, I'm just lying, you know, and so... Um, and, and, and anybody who's a, a parent at any given moment feels like a failure on some mm-hmm. level. And if I can acknowledge that for myself, I think it, it, it gives people a, a freedom to, to, um, to just acknowledge and be honest about, about their own sense of failure. Mm-hmm. If I say I'm a, I'm a guy and I struggle like every other guy and I, and I see you know, a, a picture or whatever that I shouldn't look at that but I can acknowledge that I do that, well, that just brings us a space that we can actually begin to have a conversation rather mm-hmm. than, you know, I've, I, maybe we've all had ministers we kind of looked up to as they were super holy. And, and I just have, I think the, the pastoral um, image of being a shepherd is, is good, but I, I kind of like the image of being a lead sheep. That we're just, we're just <laughs> I'm the one in, in front, I'm, I'm a sheep, you know, just looking for the good shepherd. So. Right. That's a good way. To, so let's talk about your, your future sheep. Um, uh, so uh, you're taking uh, this, this ministry that you have here with Amy and the kids, and you're, you're going to Jacksonville, Florida. So tell us a little bit about the church that you're headed toward. Uh, it's called Church of Our Savior. We have uh, spelled uh, with a, a U in Savior, sort of pretentious, and sort of keep the riffraff out. Um, um, the, uh, the, um, we are... Um, it, at its height, with the, the rector was there for 17 years, and, um, and at their height, they had about 350 on a Sunday. Uh, right now, it's a little, it's around 250, 275, mm-hmm. 300, somewhere, just whoever shows up on an 
depends on if there's a night game, you know, the night before um, in Gainesville. But, um, uh, the, um, uh, you know, it's a, it's a church that is, they're, they're pretty, you know, excited about being Episcopalians, and, um, but it's a, it's a good, um, they're good folks. They love their community. They love their church. Uh, it's a beautiful setting. And, um, and they, but what they are hoping for is, not to say the guy before wasn't a good preacher, but they're just hoping for sort of a lively pulpit ministry and, um, and then some leadership, particularly for the staff. So, mm-hmm. um, and I think, I mean, there's like, there's like seven elementary schools within seven miles that each have a thousand students. So there's, there's, um, there's a lot of potential. Like, so, I mean, when the bishop called uh, and talked to me about this parish, the Bishop of Florida, he said that, I mean, that's just scratching the surface. And so I don't, you know, I don't want to go down and build a, some great big church, but I, the idea of church planning is really exciting. The, um, I don't want it to be anything other than what the Lord wants it to be, but I think that we, have a, we can provide a great platform for, mm-hmm. for the gospel. So, mm-hmm. so uh, you're moving to Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. And, um, and where are you preaching next week? Uh, Jacksonville. Jacksonville. Yeah. You really um, are moving to Jacksonville. Yeah, so we're going <laughs> Kids aren't in school on Veterans Day, so we're going to drive down. And, um, and uh, I'll preach there. They'll come back. They'll be in school till the 11th. We close on our house here on the 9th. I preach there for my first official Sunday on the 13th. Then I'm going on a week vacation, um, <laughs> which <laughs> I just, that was, that was part of the deal. I said, if I, uh, uh, part of the bribe to the kids is we're going to Disney. So, um, <laughs> So they agreed to that, and Amy, Amy was smart enough to say, uh, if, we get, if we're going to be exhausted, and if we, get, if we go to Disney, we're going to be even more exhausted. So we're going to go on the Disney cruise, send the kids to the club, and we're going to have a drink by the pool. So that'll be, <laughs> that'll be really nice. Um, and then we get back, and we close on our house there on December 21st. Perfect. Yeah. Merry so, Christmas. Merry Christmas. Here's a house. So, <laughs> full of boxes. Here's a mortgage. Yeah, right. That's great. Yeah. So, <clears throat> I mean, mm-hmm. going down there, um, I mean, I know that original sin is evenly distributed. Yes. But uh, there seems to be a real common thread, and you've, you've already hit on this a little bit, uh, of how, let's, let's get a little deeper here, um, how we minister to people, um, how we equip people, and this overwhelming sense of failure and anxiety in our culture. Uh, you know, sort of fake it uh, till you make it. Mm-hmm. And um, how do you how do you get into that? You know, I mean, not just in pulpit ministry, but how have you seen uh, the fruit of your ministry develop here with people who feel like they're failing? Um, <laughs> I, I think that. Well, again, I don't just just to say, just to acknowledge it's hard. I mean, like I think if what we want to be told is you can do it, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and dog on it, you know, people like you. And so, um, <laughs> it, you know, I, I think that if um, and, and that provides us with a boost, but after a while, we realize like that's just not getting it, mm-hmm. and, and and I mean we. We, are, we do have original sin. We also have original blessing. I mean, there's some amazing, we can do amazing things even without, mm-hmm. without Christ from an earthly standpoint, but we can't be righteous and we can't be satisfied. And so I think just creating that space to acknowledge that, whether it's in pulpit ministry, whether it's just showing up 
in pastoral ministry, um, asking the questions, but, you know, just saying, I mean, I think, a lot, you know, along the hikes, I, one of the reasons the men's hikes works, because this, like, this is hard for guys, uh, but if you turn around and I'm looking at your backpack, then, the, you know, down the trail, that kind of works, or looking at, looking at a fire, um, but we, um, but just creating a space to say, man, it's, life is, is hard, and I'm not your coach, I'm your fellow mm-hmm. uh, struggler, and um, let's go look to the Savior together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just, uh, you know, and that, yeah, I think you have to keep your eyes open. I mean, you, it's how, you know, it's probably happened for you. you just, you're sitting at Starbucks and in a golf shirt, somebody says, are you a pastor? <laughs> like, that just kind of, I don't know how that happens, but, you know, somebody will do that, or, um, or, or, Sometimes the the collar cre- is difficult, you know, for people. They think you're they've kind of put you on a pedestal. So I, I think just coming off the the pedestal openly, mm-hmm. and uh, because really it wouldn't take long to for if they saw me or my family or or anything to to figure out we're just posing. Right. So if we can um, if we can not be posers and just kind of be honest about it. Right. Um, it's been kind of a funny year this past year uh, for you and Amy because you've you've still been here, but really on Sunday mornings and uh, throughout the week you've been out out at Holy Cross Trustful. Mm-hmm. And so, what um, what are some of the things that happened out at Holy Cross Trustful that uh, you know surprised you in a good way, not just ministry wise for that place, but also your own gifts and, and your own things that, that God clearly was doing a work in your life. I mean, to, I mean mm-hmm. they, Jacksonville called and said, come, and you said, okay. Yeah. I, well, I think, I mean, one was that I started <clears throat> preaching almost every week, and, uh, and that, was, um, that was hard, but it was great. Uh, and, it, and actually, I think sometimes you don't have time to put together a manuscript, so I started using notes, uh, and, and I think that sort of actually opened my preaching up a little bit. Um, so that was good. But for me personally, and I think just to, uh, I think we said it before, or maybe I've said it in, in that class, but, um, you know, we, we do the gospel here, and we have this incredible, thriving, wonderful church, and we've always kind of said it's because we do the gospel, but I've always wondered, like, if we take the gospel and, and put it in a place that's, that's not thriving, um, is Will it create thriving, or is, is is this just a thriving church that happens to preach the gospel? So, so we took the gospel there, and it, now it's thriving. Like I felt like I could leave uh, the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago. In fact, there's a couple of folks that are here in this room this morning uh, that are that are members of Holy Cross, and, and thank you so much for being here. Maybe you made me cry in, in um, the receiving line. I mean, the uh, it's not receiving it. You're receiving. I was giving out communion, um, but um, but. Um, so that was wonderful, but just I think again the acknowledgement that that we're sinners is is makes us bristle at first, but then we kind of relax and say, yeah, I really am, and and actually God's our great Savior, mm-hmm. and it's just been fun to watch the light turn on. I mean, you can there's people, and I, I hope this is okay for people to say for my, my Holy Cross folks here that are here, but like they physically like look different, like their eyes, there's just a, a light in in their eyes, and. Um, and they just they just get it, and um, and and that's just really exciting. And the senior warden is, is on the search committee for for their rector, and she said we are, number one is they have to preach the gospel, 
And I just thought, well, you're gonna, you're okay, you're gonna do all right. So, so that that I mean, they a year ago they didn't have any confidence. They would pro- if we hadn't come in, they probably would have closed their door, eventually. I mean, pretty soon. And and um, and and now they have confidence. They can be a great parish, and and they're just waiting for God to bring the right the right rector and onward and upwards. So. Yeah, I mean, one of the the interesting things about the Advent is that um, being in the Episcopal Church, which is declining uh, numerically in a lot of other areas as well, and, um, you know, this sort of, um, you know, I mean, is, is there a sort of a certain reticence to, to leave a place like the Advent and, and, and go? What kind of, I mean, do you see it as an exciting opportunity? Do you feel like a missionary uh, being sent out or... Well, this is being recorded. Um, well, I said it. You didn't. Let them come after me. Good grief. I mean, I, I, think what we, I think what we preach is different than what normally gets preached in mainline denominations. And because I think the mainline has made some of the secondary things that I mentioned in the sermon, feeding the poor and, and housing the homeless and caring for the environment, great, important things. But it is, um, it's, they've made some of it primary, and, and we've forgotten the whole fuel behind that, and, and so we've kind of run out of gas a little bit. The fuel is the gospel, and, um, and I think that, I mean, the gospel in life has been great to, I think, articulate how the gospel gives, we give feet to the gospel, you know, mm-hmm. and, and we care for our city, and we care for our planet, and we, uh, because of who we are um, as either prodigal sons or elder brothers, but both separated from the Father. And so if we can, if we can acknowledge that and, that and, and hum, be humbled before the Lord in that and yet lifted up by the Lord in that, then we can go out and do what He has given us to do rather than, uh, rather than just being, if you do it, then He'll love you. And just, it, just, it just gets tired. And I think, that that's, I think that's why the main line has declined. So I don't have any... I, I think a lot of the ministers really love the Lord and, and, um, and they just hadn't really been taught either. So I think the Advent is... A, is, a, is doing a great job with the curacy program and other, other ways to, to try to encourage other folks who are leaders in the church to, to preach the gospel. And, and so I've, I want to go and, and, you know, I'm going to have to hire an assistant. Well, I don't want a long-term assistant, at least not first. I want someone that I can train up and send out to do, go do, do it again. So, I mean, that's, I just want to, um, I think what we have grows things. Healthy things grow. And I think what we have grows things, and I'm excited about that. To see the light come on in people's eyes, but also to to ha- help ministers be encouraged and, and feel like they can, they really have something to offer as well. What, what are you going to miss the most about Advent and, and Birmingham? Um, uh, barbecue, um, white sauce. Um, um, gosh, you know, I, I mean, I'll just say that we have loved Birmingham. I mean, so I'll talk about Birmingham. Um, more I, first, um, I, we have really loved Birmingham. It, what a surprise! Um, which, if you hadn't, if you've lived here all your life, you might think this is, is that shouldn't be a surprise, or or maybe that I shouldn't love it, I, depending on who you are. But I, um, I um, we have we have loved it. It's it, it's beautiful. Uh, you get four four seasons. We're actually really going to miss the seasons. I mean, people you, when people here ask us what we miss about Charleston, well, I say the water. But now we're going back to the water, and we're going to miss the hills and the seasons, you know. And yeah, so, you're going to miss it when on Christmas Day you're out on the boat. You're going to miss it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a great going away gift, by the way. <laughs> uh, 
saying. Um, is this on? I didn't say that out loud. Um, the, um, uh, so we're going to really miss Birmingham. It just has so much to offer. And, and not only that, it has, even in just the five years we've been here, just, I mean, it's flourishing just with the, the new uh, railroad park and that whole area with the ballpark downtown and all these folks moving downtown. And here's this awesome church just kind of waiting to receive downtown folks. And, and that's really exciting. Um, I, I think, and, and so that's going to be really, uh, really hard to miss. The schools have been great and people we've met outside the church have been great. Uh, it's just been a really wonderful home for us. Inside the church, golly, well, I mean, you're looking at what I'm going to miss, and, and you are what I'm going to miss. Just being said so many times that we all, all of us on the team get to, we just pinch ourselves and we get to be part of the team. I mean, it's just such mm-hmm. a wonderful thing to be there. And I'm going to, I'm going to be sort of on an island. I mean, I, I, I can call people up and say, hey, will you teach this Bible study? Will you go lead this, you know, thing? And like, I got seven people that can just go do that or, 50 people go lead a Bible study and just, I mean, it's, it just kind of depends on if you're available here. There's not there. We've just got to, we've, I'm sure they're capable, but number one, I don't know yet. Number two, I walk in and I don't know my team yet and I've got to build that. And um, so it's just, I think, I mean, I'm, I'm excited in one sense. I'm going to have to really rely on the Lord, mm-hmm. but, but I'm, but having the team around and I mean, gosh, in Canterford Christian education at the Advent, we've got an incredible incredible education program and and the secret is is that I just turn them loose you know like I don't I just I make sure they have what they need and they're so talented the staff and I just turn them loose and I can take credit I'm the Christian of course I did it as a candidate for Christian education but no I just I just I mean so we're just there's just a lot to build mm-hmm. there's a lot to build but I think it's going to start and I've told them and they agree that it's going to start in the pulpit and then just kind of grow seeds and then they or planted or watered, and you kind of grow that, grow that circle. And seen and trustful, that it, it grows fast. So, mm-hmm. um, by, if if the Holy Spirit shows up, and if He doesn't, we can preach the best sermons, and it'll stink. But if the Holy Spirit shows up, then, then we we can go. Yeah, something that we've we've noticed, um, you and I, about the church is very easy for local churches to become completely isolated and kind of do their own thing. And whether you're multi-staff or not, it's really neither here nor there. Um, but even in reaching out and trying to join hands with, with other churches, especially other like-minded churches, it's not there's a, a reluctance, but almost, um, almost an apathy of, of not doing that. And so how do you see and what, what would you find helpful uh, in, in a partnership with the Advent, mm. even being in Jacksonville, Florida? Gosh, well... Um... I'm so glad you asked. Other than the boat. Um, <laughs> other than the boat. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I, number, I mean, prayers for sure. Um, and I've said, I've sort of joked a lot of times that, you know, if I was, if I was being called to like Paducah or Scranton, you know, nobody would come visit. But I mean, you're, y'all like Ponte Vedra, so you're going to, you're going to come. Uh, I'm going to see a lot of you. Uh, and just showing up is, is, you know, letting us know when you're coming. A lot of you have friends and family in Jacksonville. Love to see you. And I mean that sincerely. Um, and just hear from you. Dropping a note is great. But I think also, um, you know, sharing ministry back and forth, having, you know, staff or having people come down and lead men's or women's retreats or, uh, ha- you know, I've talked to Elizabeth Wilson about coming and uh, teaching the Catechese of the Good Shepherd from that, our sort of gospel 
bent that sort of that's how it's going to start. That's a great you know that's a great way to start. Just just things like that where we're just taking this you know like trustful. I didn't I don't want to I didn't want to create Advent East. I wanted to help trustful be what God called them to be. And the same thing for Jacksonville. I want our Savior to be what what God has called the Church of Our Savior to be. But the gospel. I mean, this is where we know how to do it, and, and right. that's so. I, I, I'm excited. I feel like, um, I, I feel like we'll we'll. This isn't today. Was my last sermon at the Advent. This is my last sermon as a canon of the Advent. Right. You'll be down there. The, our other staff will be down there from time to time, and and um, and our sort of network of friends around. I mean, there's just. Um, I, I think that you know when we'll just be able to support each other. Yeah. It feels like there's actually something going on in the Diocese of Florida. I mean, you're going mm-hmm. to Jacksonville, but um, a guy named Tom Murray, who was Frank Limehouse's assistant at St. Helena's Buford, is the rector of St. Mark's, mm-hmm. good-sized church down there. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so uh, there, there does seem to be, um, I mean, do all roads lead to Florida? What, what's going on? Um, no, <laughs> I think that, I mean, the bishop really does seem to be moving in a direction where he is looking for guys who will preach the gospel. I mean, the bishop was, you know, he and Frank Limehouse cooked steaks every Friday night in, during seminary together. I mean, so, so he's, he understands what, what we do and what we're about, and so he does seem to be sort of actively looking to have that in there, uh, in the diocese there, and, um, and that's why he, he called me. Um, but that... I, I think what he would like to see is we get a number of guys and, and girls down like that, and then and then grow that within the right. diet from within. So, no, I, I didn't really want to bring it up um, because it's sensitive. But one of my greatest fears is that y'all are going to go uh, to Jacksonville, and your children will become Florida Gator fans. <laughs> and uh, and nobody looks good in jean shorts. Nobody. Nobody looks good in jean shorts. Uh, but but if you if you interact so I mean are they already are they already, whether they want free shoes or jean shorts Florida <laughs> State or I um I I just you know we just want to get them there and so whatever it takes <laughs> I have um I have I, I sing over them after they are asleep that they just you cannot be a Florida State fan um <laughs> I, I can't do that I, I did I. I I hate to say this here. I, Thomas was rooting for Florida actively yesterday as we were watching uh, the game. But um, anchor down. Yeah. Uh, they, they, boy, they squeaked it out against Vanderbilt. So thank goodness. Um, but the, uh, the, um, I, I, you know, we're just gonna get them there. And Caroline uh, is my contrarian, and so when somebody gave us Alabama tickets, so we said, well, we're gonna be Alabama fans. They, they got to us first, but. So there, therefore, um, but my contrarian daughter is Auburn through and through. Uh, she, she walked through, Thomas said, Alabama's playing LSU, and she just said, go LSU. Just, um, <laughs> she doesn't even, she already knows what a field goal is, but she, um, but she, she knows what she's against, so that's good, right? Um, so, so she, she has told me, when we told her we were going, she said, well, I have my whole life planned in Alabama. But I'll just view this as a long vacation until I get to go to Auburn. That's what she said. So, um, so I think she's good. But uh, uh, so I don't know. I will see. We'll see what the other ones, what the boys do. Uh, and I mean, the church itself is actually on the St. John River, right? St. John's it's River. It's on the river, yeah. yeah. And it's actually, 
And it may, like maybe the best lot on the river. It's looking north straight up the river to, to see downtown. It's gorgeous. Do you, uh, and you get manatees? You can do yes. like a blessing of the manatees? Yes, uh, you, we get manatees swim right by from what I hear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. All right, y'all. Uh, what kind of questions do you have uh, for Joe or anything you want to share with him? Uh, most oh. embarrassing moment with Joe Gibbs? <laughs> Something like that. No Could you uh, possibly speak to the bishop's conviction? Well, I think I, I probably said as much I want to say about about that. Just that. that well, I, I guess I see that as a welcoming. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean, the bishop does want the gospel preached in his pulpits. Uh, Joe, God's blessings to you and your Thank family. You. We certainly hate to lose you. Um, you mentioned we. I think we all agree we're very blessed uh, from a teaching and preaching standpoint here at the Advent. We're also blessed uh, blessed from a material standpoint. Mm -hmm and have the resources to do other things just like we were able to do and you were able to lead the charge in Trustful. Um, help us with other things, and I'm sure you and Andrew have talked about this, that we can do going forward, both either from a supply standpoint, mm -hmm. a planning standpoint, or what would be your vision there for us? Well, I, I tell you what would make my heart the most glad is to see folks at the Advent um, really get active in loving their community. Um, you do love the gospel. And I would love to see more and more effort here in Birmingham uh, to go, or, or even outside of Birmingham, but especially just active in, in, in things like, I mean, I don't know, just outreach ministries and things like that, to really set the tone and the example the people are giving up a Saturday morning uh, or they're, God forbid, they're giving up a football game to go and do something. You know, just, I really think, and I'm, no, I'm leaving, so I'm stepping on toes, but um, I, I just think, nobody laughed at that. Um, I, I think that, um, I think that we, um, I think that we can do a lot more here. I think that the, um, financially, I, I think that, gosh, I know we, we support um, uh, a curate in, in another parish, um, Heidi's Parish in Montana, and um, and yeah, I could use a couple of those myself. But um, uh, I, I think just continuing to be the Advent and supporting things here, raising people up to go and, and uh, both lay and ordained, and um, and we're really excited about that. But I think that um, I mean we I have had folks talk about supporting uh, supporting the ministry down there, just staying connected, and uh, but I think. You know, I'd love to partner, continue ministry partnerships and mission trips and things like that. But, but uh, I think just continuing to live into and more and more actively uh, loving our community and setting an example here. Mm. Great question, then. Got any hikers out here? Oh Lord, have mercy. <laughs> now, what 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 happens on the hike stays on the hike. I <laughs> can't. Yeah. Yeah, where are you going to hike to in Florida? Yeah, yeah railroad trails. Yeah, the uh, yeah, yeah, there's a lot, a lot of flat hiking there, but it's a long way. It's a long way from the mountains. Joe, um, for those of us who have been on the hike, there's a lot of people in here who have not been invited, i.e., women. Mm -hmm. And so, even though we say what goes on the hike stays on the hike, I think with you leaving, why don't you share? maybe some poignant elements about that hike mm -hmm. 
that are so gospel and relationship oriented that men need more of? <clears throat> well, I mean, I always say that we look in Scripture, we don't have to look far to see God meeting men on the mountain. And, and we go up to the mountain, and every single time, they all have their different personality. I mean, I mean each hike has its own personality. Uh, but I think we've done 10 of them, and, and God just shows up every time. And um, one, one of my friends said, said, if I had known how much it was going to change my life, I never would have come. And, um, <laughs> but, uh, um, and, and, and that's true. I mean, there's a, there's a, there's a sense of like, wait, I'm not sure I know what's going to happen to me if I, if I go. I don't want to be a, a fanatic or I don't, I don't know. Like there's a, but yet I have, um, even the guys who didn't want to come back and do it, do the hike itself again, I've never had anybody that's sorry that they went because of what they received. It just opens guys up in a, it, like, it, it, like nothing I've ever seen. There's, there's, um, and I've had guys go every time and I've had guys just go, go once and, and, but everybody just really gets so much out of it. Um, it's so fun. It, I mean, we just laugh like crazy, and and, have, and, and we, you know, whenever men are gathered together, all of a sudden they become seventh graders, and it's just um, <laughs> that it's just really fun. But um, but somehow, even even then, the Lord just shows up and with just miraculous grace, and there's it's just a it's just a wonderful um, and it, it, you know, and I've said this before. It's, People sometimes think I've found a way to do something I love and get paid for it as my as my job. I don't I don't really ever go hiking or ba- not backpacking so much except for except for on the hikes because uh, it is just the the format itself. You can do more in three and a half days on the trail than you can in twenty years of lunches. You know, hearing a speaker and then going back to work, and and, and it just it. They have changed my life, and I want to share that with guys. So it will continue. I mean, the guys that are on the hike have said, we're, we're still doing it. I know Andrew wants to continue to see it done. And so if you hadn't gone yet, don't not go because I'm not going. Just, just, I mean, do it. Go. It's, it is a really, really, it's just special. It's hard, hard to describe what happens, um, but it is, it is good in the godliest sense of goodness. Andrew, this is really for you. Um, there are a lot of hikers in the group here, especially myself, but um, Joe's shoes are very big. They're very stinky, <laughs> but they're very big, and I think, there's, I think we would just like to hear what your commitment is to making sure we fill those shoes, you know, mm. from an yeah. event perspective. Uh, yeah, I can, I can talk about that. Yeah, I mean, the, the, continuing the hike is... <clears throat> Is something that we're we're committed to and, and want to continue to expand and grow. Um, you know, Joe has has really laid some great groundwork uh, in his area of ministry. As I said, this past year it's been uh, sort of strange because he's here, but he's also at Holy Cross Trustful. And uh, just from my perspective, I, I've really missed him. Uh, I've really missed him. I mean, Joe is a go-to guy uh, for any number of things. And so you're right to say that, uh, that big shoes to fill. Um, and so we're, we're being very intentional and not settling just to get a warm body in here, uh, but actually really uh, trying very hard to, um, um, to make sure that we get the right person in here and who God has, has called to this place. 
I mean, I think I may have told you that um, uh, I've, I've hired a headhunter, and their job really is to sort out the knuckleheads. And, uh, and my headhunter is Frank Limehouse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, <clears throat> he's a wee, a wee little... A wee little head. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. pygmy head hunter. So um, he, um, yeah, and, and I mean, I, I I trust him, and so he'll call me up and say, "Moron, don't talk mm-hmm. to him." And then other times he'll say, um, uh, and other times he'll uh, he'll say, you know, I mean, maybe, but but with qualification, you know. Uh, and then other times, go, uh, just go, and so. Um, we really do try to do our due diligence uh, in, in bringing folks on board, but uh, making sure that we have someone that can pick up the baton, uh, not that Joe has dropped it, but he's passing it on to somebody. And, and so we're going we're gonna to keep moving forward on that. I'll be super quick. I know we don't have much time. Um, Joe, I just want to thank you for your ministry here. Um, you've been so special to us. But I also want to thank Amy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this, but the Lord has blessed you with just a tremendous partner. Um, I remember meeting Amy, and we were um, both expecting children when you first came. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking, I cannot believe that she's willing to take this on, um, this move, while she's expecting a child. And, and um just the wonderful support that she was when when you came and um, the support that she was to all of the wives that were left behind mm. um, on all of the hikes and just the... <laughs> I mean, That's she would important. have two, three to take care of herself and mm. she'd be calling all the other wives mm. and let's, let's get together, how you doing, you know, mm. how you managing? Um, and just the enthusiasm and um, just heart for the Lord that she brings to this, this move that you're taking on now. Mm. And I just, I just thank the Lord for Amy's role in your ministry. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe and Amy, do y'all, y'all have any, any parting words? You don't have to, if you don't want to, um, you have anything you want to say? Here's a microphone. Do you have anything you want to say? I always am tempted to like sing Frank Sinatra when somebody hands me a mic. No, um, no, gosh, um, no. Just thank you. I mean, I always say that Advent is um, is, a, is a tidal wave for the gospel. Mm. Um, yeah. Sorry. I know. What are you doing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really is. I mean, um, and when I think about like, what are we gonna miss? Like the main thing, just just being a part of that. I mean, just in in every way, it is just like a tidal wave mm-hmm. for the sake of the gospel, um, and so and that is so it's so special. I mean, from the whole team, from friends, from being in Bible studies, from just you know people. You know, I look out and just people who uh, we feel the grace. I mean, mm-hmm. I feel it. Um, um, like, because as Jess said, we are crazy. I mean, our children are crazy. <laughs> they, um, you know, and and yet we have been loved despite the craziness. Um, so we have felt the Lord's grace, and we know it is it is not just something that is preached. It is something that is lived mm. out here. And so mm-hmm. we thank you all for that. Um, so, I mean, that's our, that's the final word is just, um, you know, <coughs> Thank you, Lord, and we are we are grateful to Him for the honor it has been to be 
a part of this. And we don't feel like that chapter is ending here. Right. We feel like we're just, you know, going to continue it and make another lighthouse in, mm -hmm. in Jacksonville. So That's thank right. you all. Well, we're going to have uh, a little reception uh, for the Gibbs following the 11. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, for Joe and Amy and Caroline and Thomas and Luke, let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God.